and welcome to a toast to whore. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we are ready to go. We are super excited about this next movie, right? Yeah. All right. I lost my energy. <laughs> it was too much to start with, and now it's gone. And now it's gone forever. Well, That's right. it's okay. I can do your energy for you. Thank you. Uh, how's it going? Feels like it's been a while <laughs> since we potted. It has. It's been going good. Nothing Nothing new, you know? Status quo. What about you? Same. Status I, quo. Yeah. Uh, besides podcast movie, I have almost watched an entire movie. Wow. Oh, my God. You're still watching everything everywhere all at once. We have 20 minutes left. How many nights have you spread it across? Just... So it'll be three total. Okay. But I had to watch this movie. So the last 20 minutes got pushed back till hopefully today. Okay. And then I really want to watch Monarch. I Did you listen to the Conan episode with Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell? Not yet. I got to finish my spicy book, audiobook before it's due back at the library. What audiobook are you listening to? Um, It's, it's a novella. Um, by Tessa Bailey. Um, I forget what it's called, actually. Is it Good Spice? Yeah. She's one of my favorite spicy authors. Her and Megan Quinn are my favorite. That's the one I recommended to you that was on Prime. Summer Vacation or My Summer Vacation or something like that. Okay. Yeah. She, her books are, like, humorous and... Like, this place is pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Try to find... Megan, Quinn, Megan Quinn's books are laugh-out-loud funny. Oh. Yeah. Cool. So, just FYI. I'll take it to the bank. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> I got so many books. <laughs> so I many know. books. Um. Well, I watched, well, I number one, I want to watch Monarch 2. It sounds really good. I wanted to watch it more after listening to Conan's interview with Kurt and Wyatt Russell. So it sounds good, looks good, love Kurt Russell, as our listeners will know if they're longtime listeners. Oh, he's a babe. Yeah, such a babe. Why, why not so much? <laughs> Sorry, Wyatt. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. Maybe it skips generations sometimes. I don't like him purely because of Winter Soldier from Disney Plus. So, Which is a testament I, to his acting. Yeah, I'm carrying over my feelings to him and just saying, I'm pulling a you. I love it. And saying, I don't like him. Sorry if you're a nice guy, but you aren't in that show, so fuck you. He seems like a nice guy. So. He seems like it. He is an actor. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the movie that everybody's talking about right now, but probably not in a month <laughs> when I release this. I watched Saltburn, which you were Ugh. refusing to watch. Yeah. And I cannot recommend it enough. I loved it. I wanted to watch it before we podcasted so we could like chat a little bit, but I didn't get there. So I can't even remember it's long. It probably is, but it went by like that. You know, would your husband agree? Yes, he would say it was fast paced. 
Oh, okay. Because I know he didn't like it, but I'm so I'm surprised to hear that he would say it's fast paced. I think I saw him check his phone once, maybe twice, which okay. is huge for him. Yeah. I loved it. And there's a song at the end, Murder on the Dance Floor, and I cannot stop listening to it. I've listened to it eight times today. Who's by? Who's by? Some chick I've never heard of. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write it down. You should, cause it's great. It's like the finishing, so- like the end song, end scene song, and it's perfect. Is it as perfect as the end song to My Bloody Valentine, which is the movie we're gonna talk about today? There was an end song in this movie. It was specially made. No, no way. I missed it. I think I ended whenever the maniacal laughter was still going on or the subtotals told me so. The ballad of whatever the dude's name was, Harry Walker? Warden. Warden. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, we're talking about My Bloody Valentine. Because guess what, people? It's just about that time. I think by the time we release it, it will be just around the corner. I think it'll be less than two weeks away. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if you need a mo- movie to get you in the mood for Valentine's Day, this is it. The only complaint is that there's not enough nudity. And by not mm. enough, there's none. Well, we're going to circle back to that fact. I agree with you, but we are going to circle back to that eventually. Does it have to do with the remake? It does not. Have you- it has to do with this one. Okay. Have you seen the remake? I have not seen the remake, but I wouldn't mind watching it just so I can stare at Jensen Ackles for however long he's on the screen because he's real hot. Mm-hmm. He is. Been with them since Days of Our Lives back in the 90s. Wow. You go way back. Yeah. Yeah. He was a baby. Oh, I didn't know he was in Days. Eric. Was he a yeah. good guy or a bad guy? He was... I mean, they all toe the line sometimes, but he was a good guy. He was like, if my memory serves me correctly, he was like a dumb kid trying to do the right thing. Okay. <laughs> hmm He's just gotten better with age. Really, really has. It's like the cruel nature thing. Like women get worse and men get way hotter. We're changing that narrative. Yeah. Women are getting just as good. We are just as good. You see some of these women on Instagram, they're fucking hot. Yeah. 50s, dressing nice. Absolutely. Goals. Mm-hmm. As I stand here in my oversized sweatpants and flannel I've had for four years. You look hot. Thanks. <laughs> Who do you? Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm wearing a Taylor Swift hoodie. Nope, it's not a hoodie. It's just a crew neck. That makes it even hotter, though. It's very on style. On brand? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Let's talk about my bloody Valentine, because I really want to try this drink. Let's do it. All right. My bloody Valentine came out in 1981. A great year. It was my birthday year. Yep. The the year you were born. (laughs) It was. Um... Short and sweet, hour 30. Felt Love a, it. Felt a little bit longer, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I agree. Okay. 
So it stars a bunch of people I've never heard of in my life. Uh, it stars Paul Kelman, Lori Hallier, Neil Affleck, Keith. No relation to Ben. No relation to Ben. Uh, Keith Knight and I'll do Cynthia Dale, who was Patty. Uh, directed by George Mehalka. And written by John Beard, and it was originally written as a short story by Stephen Miller. Oh, that's interesting. It says story concept. I think I made up short story, but story concept is by Stephen Miller. Okay. So the drink we're having today is a My Bloody Valentine. Shocking. It has... Vodka, two ounces vodka, one ounce of St. Germain elderflower liqueur. It is one of those liqueurs that you cannot cheap out on. Like, you need to buy the expensive stuff. I'm sorry. It's just true. St. Germain is just better than any other swill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a half ounce of lemon juice and then three ounces of blood orange juice. But, I mean... I couldn't find blood orange juice or blood oranges to juice. So I used Polar Springs or blood orange lemonade seltzer water. Oh, see, I found the San Pellegrino blood orange carbonated beverage at Trader Joe's. And it actually is red. Damn it. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Mine's just like a yellow. Oh, you're using the new... Absolutely. I love these glasses. They're pretty. Whoa. You had to use the bowl. I had to use the bowl. I got off work early today because I stayed late the other day, so I got to leave a half hour early. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I ran a couple errands, and then I got home in time to get crafty for this cocktail. I can't wait to see those picks. So I felt like they were a little disappointing because it's so similar to the color of the beverage. Mm. Well, make sure you post the one you sent me. That looks real good. I will. <laughs> I will. So I um, mixed red food coloring with honey and rimmed my drink. Uh, and it's really messy. I actually thought I had 10 paper cuts, but it's just food dye. <laughs> and this looks great and i can't wait to try it all right here we go cheers cheers delightful i love it hello Hello, liquor how are you today well maybe if you were having the blood orange thing that i have yeah i Remember you saying you got the San Pellegrino. So I was looking for it at Giant Eagle. And they don't have any San Pellegrino water there. So it must just be Trader Joe's special. Yeah. I think they had like a giant thing at Costco that was like a variety pack. But mm. I, I they are nice. But I don't know if I would want like 48. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not a bad drink. It just doesn't have as much orange flavor as I would want. Mine does have the orange flavor. Next time we're actually together, I would mm. like to make this for you. 
with San okay. Pellegrino. Yeah. Yeah, I just get a lot of elderflower, not so much anything else. I mean, it's not bad. It's mm-hmm. just not a standout to me in any way. Okay. Out of all of the blood-colored drinks we've done, and the only one that I can remember right now off the top of my head is the Vampire's Kiss. I like mm-hmm. this better. I don't remember. Uh, Vampire's Kiss was pretty strong, too, I think. It was, because for my first Halloween party, I put it in blood bags, and it got everybody real fucked up. Yeah. I I liked it, though, but maybe it was just the experience of drinking it out of the blood bags. (laughs) It was fun. I mean, anytime you get to have, like, a prop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Let me summarize this movie, and then I want to ask you how you felt about it. Don't let me forget. I like it. Okay. This movie is about a town, small town, so small, um, that was ravaged by murders in a coal mine. They were revenge murders. And now it's 20 years later. They're going to reintroduce this Valentine's Day dance. That was really creepy. I thought that that robe was a person. <laughs> And it was, I thought it was just like, <laughs> so 20 years later, the town is holding a Valentine's Day celebration and the killer is back with a vengeance to murder people. He is. Yeah. So how did you feel about this? First time seeing? It was my first time seeing it. Honestly, I thought it was slow. I thought it was slow, too, until the end. Yeah. And I, Bernard watched it with me, and he really liked it. But I told him, like, I was like, this is just taking forever to get to the point. And he said that he thought it was because they were, like, weaving in the backstory and trying to make it have more plot than just killing I think it goes, like, yes, I agree. I think, whereas sometimes the Friday the 13th movies, because I felt like they had some kind of parallels with, like, the kills and stuff Mm, and some of the score, but this movie did take strides to put in more plot, which I didn't need. (laughs) <laughs> I don't give a fuck like, about TJ I don't give a fuck about TJ and Sarah or who Sarah ends up with or why TJ went to LA I don't care did we find that out? no <laughs> okay good because I was. you said that I was like oh shit why did he go? I, I don't know but he's so strange like the fact that he was wearing a handkerchief around his neck and his shirt unbuttoned his navel like the whole time I was like what's happening no it wasn't the whole time it wasn't the whole time it started with just like two buttons undone and then they flashed to like maybe the guy getting his head boiled and it went back to TJ and it was unbuttoned really He, he pulled a George he pulled a George that's that's straight out of George's book yep yep and then when they went into the mine to get everybody, he didn't zip the jumpsuit up so you could still see the big V of his chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
to be honest, his chest hair made me more attracted to him. <laughs> so it was working for me. I didn't know that you were a big fan of that. I, I, it depends. It depends. It's so de- dependent on the person and what kind of chest hair. I couldn't get over the handkerchief around the neck. Like that really threw me off. So I, it doesn't, that, that turns me off. I thought he looked good, but it was such an odd choice. It was so like hip and not small town. He must have picked it up in LA. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he went there for the fashion. (laughs) Um, having said that I, the movie was slow, overall, I like it as a cult classic because I like the kills. Like, I wrote down a lot of starred notes to talk about with, like, the kills. It was, I don't want to call it super gory or anything, but it was more graphic than I thought it was going to be. So that was interesting. Um, And the creativity of the kills I thought was good. Once you get past the first one, which is just like, okay, whatever. um, They get a little creative. Yeah. So, and I was talking about this with Child Play, Child's Play, because I just listened to it um, and I released it we were talking about camp horror movies and not being introduced introduced to those in our childhood. And I Mm -hmm. feel like this goes under that category and it is fun because you wait to see how creative those kills are going to be. It's not necessarily scary. Like, cause you know, like the gore is not anything, uh, super realistic, I guess. I disagree with you. Okay. Well, maybe we should table it and talk about it. Okay. That's fine. But I do like the creativity. And that's why I like some of these, like, campier horror movies where it's not about the plot. It's about the the killer. So, Mm. like, the Friday the 13th and, like, Michael Myers and stuff just to see, like, the different ways. Mm -hmm. It's like a game. So, you like this movie as a cult classic, but think it's slow. Mm -hmm. I think it's slow. I think it's an interesting concept. Agreed. It's different. Like, you don't really have many horror movies happening in mines, or underground horror movies in general. Like, there's The Descent. So good. And I'm sure there's a couple more, but not many. I can't think of any, uh, there's that one, isn't there one with like the bats and Stanley Tucci and they come out from the ground, but I don't think they ever go back underground. I don't know that one. It's a Netflix movie. I don't think it's that good, but Stanley Tucci isn't it. That's a, that's strange. I don't think, I think you're right though. I don't think there is any, I can't, I can't quite recall. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if we Google search it, there's like 60. Yeah, right. I 
think you're right. And I think if like A24 or Bloomhouse did it today, it would be so jump heavy, jump scare heavy. And it could be so scary if they like focus more on the mines and like the darkness. And mm-hmm. it was quite bright down there. <laughs> they had a lot of life. But at the same time, there's a lot of complaints nowadays about things being so dark that you can't really see. Because, you know, television definition and how there's the true black versus just black or whatever it's called. So I think it's a delicate balance. True. Our first thing that we like to talk about with horror movies is what kind of scary is this movie? Oh, 100% slasher. Hundo P. Yeah, not even a question. Mm-hmm. It's not mixed with anything. It is just straight slash. Mm-hmm. And not the guitarist. <laughs> no, that would have been interesting, though. <laughs> right? I, I think he was around back then. Like, he could have he jumped in there. He would have fit right into that mining town. <laughs> Top hat and all. Hey, with the looks that TJ is busting out, maybe he would have. That's true. Or as TJ would have been like, hmm, the next time we see him, he's wearing a top, top hat too. Hat, leather pants. And then there's Patty who's like, I'm wearing a dress cut down to there and slid up to here. Meanwhile, she wears a fucking sweater dress. I, I looked at that. I was like, what the fuck was she talking about? It's a V-neck. I, it there was no cleavage, there was nothing. It like went to mid collarbone. Yes, it was great. <laughs> the girls in this film are moronic, which is upsetting, but it's the eighties, I guess. Well, you heard it. There's no women in the mine. No women's allowed in the mines. Apparently, uteruses just go crazy in mines. You don't know what's gonna happen. They could explode. I mean, from what we d- saw, yeah. <laughs> Once they got down there, they were not smart. It was just maybe like the pressure of being underground made them, like all the blood had to flow to the uterus. <laughs> so they couldn't think straight. <laughs> Must be it. That, that has, I think it's sound logic. That's right. All right. So who you want to start with, the hero or the villain? So... I will say, I think we need to do a spoiler alert. Yes, it's been out since 1981, and then again in 2009, but it is a little twisty. There is a plot twist, so if you don't want to know it, you need to go run it on Amazon Prime, watch, and come back. So let's start with the villain. All right. I like it. So... My first question to you as somebody who just watched it for the first time Did you think it was just this old guy, Harry Warden, from 20 years ago? Yeah. Because they... So, Harry Warden, let's give a little bit of the backstory. Because you do it. We know Harry Warden's motive. Okay? The supervisors of the mine left when him and, like, five other people were still down there. There was an explosion in a cave-in. And then he had to eat one of his co-workers to survive. It's not funny, but it was wild. <laughs> it's, it was a choice. Yes. 
And what, what was it? Six days later, they found him. Six days later, it's unclear whether he killed the guy he was eating. What do you think? I think he's dead. Okay, I do too. I think everyone else died but him, and he was just eaten to survive. Yes. Um, and that drove him a little insane, as it would, as it would, and um. The next year, um, this happened on Valentine's Day. This town has a wild Valentine's Day party every year. They, the supervisors love to go to the party. And that's why it, they were unsupervised. Um, and so the next year on Valentine's Day, he went and killed the supervisors. And then said, if this town ever has another Valentine's Day party, I'm going to kill everyone. So it, then it's a little extreme. He was eating somebody. Like supervisors, if you want to knock off early, just pull them up. <laughs> yeah, I, they were so excited for this Valentine's Day party. Like this, the men laughing. in the mine. Yeah, love Valentine's Day. The town has a population of like two hundred. And the Valentine's Day hype is real. They were obsessed. And they were so obsessed that I couldn't believe that that Mabel's laundromat was decorated for Valentine's Day. I was like, wow, a heart on every washer and dryer. That's bold. Now, once I found out that the town had Valentine in its name, I was like, this makes a little bit more sense. But for grown-ass adults to be this wild about a Valentine's Day party, maybe they deserve to die because it's <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> Chill the fuck yes, out. Yes, I love it. You're not normally the savage, and I love it. <laughs> I just, I, you know me. I think Valentine's Day is a fraud. I don't agree with it. Yeah. I, 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 just so for me to see adults go this crazy for that stupid ass holiday, it makes me mad. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. So I thought, and that, so he was committed after those murders anyway. He was committed after those murders. So when the police fought, discover the first death, they called the mental institution and the mental institution goes, we don't know where he is. He it's, could be here. He might not be. We don't know. Might be what? might be on the slab is what one of the things she said. And I was like, oh, man. How do you not know? How do you not know? That was wild. <laughs> and he, the, the police chief is rightfully so very angry with the woman. And she hangs up and they show her face. And she's like, well, I never, <laughs> you know. Like, you don't know if a criminally insane person is missing. He's fine to be mad at you. Yes. Get your shit together. Keep tabs on your patients, especially if they're murderers. Yeah. And, you know, some might say Halloween's a trigger for or Halloween. Huh. Valentine's Day is a trigger for him. So you might want to give him some extra therapy around that time of year. I feel like Valentine's Day is a trigger for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. I don't give a fuck. No. It's a waste of time and money. 
Although last year, Valentine's Day was very fun because James got me all those different hot sauces. And that's how we celebrated it. And it was a great time. I'm not saying I'm mad if I get some Sarah's chocolate. Yeah. But I can do still deal with Sarah's chocolate any old time. True. I mean, so we live in Pittsburgh, so it's everywhere. You have to have Sarah's chocolate. Yes. If you're in Pittsburgh. You do. So we all we go this movie thinking that it's this man who's older from 20 years ago. Uh-huh. And, and by older, he'd be what, like 45, 50, maybe? Oh, oh, see, that's interesting. I was picturing him as like 60. I was going off of all the current minors who were very young. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they were. Well, huh, it was hard. I was like, do they look old because they're, they're working? people or are they really like 40 years old (laughs) i thought i thought they all seemed like they were like 23 to 25 interesting yeah the only one who i would have said looked older in that group was mustache man and that's because of the mustache i went back and forth with him thinking that he was like cute and cuddly like and funny and thinking that he looked like edmund kemper like the the co-ed killer oh i don't know who that is he i was rooting for him yeah he was my good guy he was my mvp Mm, oh good yeah we're on the same page there Mm -hmm. that them and hap hap who's hap the barman oh yes (laughs) i liked him as well Wait, is he the one who was like, you're all assholes? Bunch of assholes. Yes! Okay, yes. good, 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 good. Yes, because I liked him very much. Yeah. Uh, it's, he, this, this killer also has a clear MO, which I feel like we have yet to see. Like, he picks, pickaxes his victims and he takes their hearts out. He does. Okay. I will kind of give that to you because he does take their hearts out with pickaxes, but the manner of death is always different. No, most of the time it's pickaxe. There were like two times when it wasn't pickaxe because he pickaxed Mabel before he shoved her in the dryer. The only two was the hot dog boil and the drill. And the nail gun. Oh yeah. I felt like he that was, was all a, over the place. That was a crime of passion. It was in the moment. He he had his opportunity and he he took it. I think he had to or else Mustache Man would have taken him down. Mustache Man seemed very strong and able. Uh, mhm. So in the end, it's not Harry Warden. Shocker. I was. I was very surprised. When you first saw it, were you surprised? I was, but for some reason when I first saw it, I thought it was TJ. Oh. Because he kept popping up. See, Bernard was like, what if Axel and TJ are in this together and this is the first scream? Mm -hmm. Which would have kind of been fun. 
I like this. We should write. We should write movies every time. They'll just be like a big mix of pieces from all different movies. Won't make any sense, but I think we should. Um, yeah. And then at the end, when they're climbing up the ladder to get out, I said, why? I asked Bernard, I said, why does Axel look so happy climbing this ladder right now? Yeah. That was the only clue. Yeah. Otherwise, it was all very strange because there was a moment, too, where I was like, how does this come together? The second time I'm watching it, I know that he's the murderer. Axel. Yeah, Axel. Axel's the murderer. Axel's the murderer. He, like, it seems like he's pretty wasted at the party, and he goes outside, and he's drinking a beer and stumbling and crying. And I'm like, it seems like he's too drunk to, like, commit these murders. But then when you find out he's the killer, is it just because his dad died on that day and that's why he's crying and like drinking? I didn't think about that. I thought he was crying because of Sarah. Oh, no. See, I I thought it was the trauma. Like once you know it. You're a genius. You're so right. So I guess Harry Warden... Axel's dad was one of the supervisors who left. So Harry Warden came and killed Axel's dad in front of him when he was like four-ish. The logic that witnessing his father's murder at the hands of Harry Warden turned him into the murder copycat of Harry Warden was weird to me. I disagreed with it. Oh, like You disagree with the logic or you agree with I disagreed with the logic. Okay, great. Yeah, I didn't think it made any sense. I could see him, like, going after Harry Warden, but I I don't understand why he would then kill more innocent people. It's twisty for me, though, because then I'm like, oh, maybe he blames the Valentine's Day party for his dad dying, so now he wants to get revenge on the people for having, like... He's psycho. He's not well, but he puts a good mask on. He does. Yeah. So in a way, it made no sense to me, and it was really far-fetched. And in a way, I was like, "Mm, maybe. I was like, what would Spencer Reed say? (laughs) He'd have a field day. First of all, he would have gotten knocked out in the mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He may have been augured just a little bit. Yeah. And then he would have come back and, like, saved everybody. I feel like Shamar Moore would have saved everybody. Oh, tackler. Yes. I just had a really clear picture in my head (laughs) of Shamar Moore going down into the mine with a helmet and a flashlight, but, like, no shirt. (laughs) That's because Shamar Moore is fucking hot as hell. I gotta watch some Criminal Minds. Oh, it's been too long. Oh, I love Criminal <sighs> Minds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like made for women. It's like, you know, murder and crime and like hot men. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, anyway. Are we done talking about the villain? Um. I don't know. Oh. I feel like we said nothing about him, but we talked about 
Yeah. No, we Go talked ahead. about his motive. We talked about how he kills people. There's no rhyme or reason to who he targets, really, it seemed like. Anyone involved with the Valentine's Day? No, because Hap wasn't involved. Yeah. But he was the only one who wasn't involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hap didn't make sense. No, the girl at the beginning wasn't. Because I think... I think the girl at the beginning who, you know, this, she's promiscuous, so they have to kill her with the heart tattoo. I think that's I mean, if the you have a heart tattoo on your boob, true. you deserve it. True. Uh, it's, I think that her heart was the first heart in the box that the cop received. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have anything to do with Valentine's Day except that she had a heart tattoo. Maybe that was her downfall. Maybe that's what triggered him. Maybe. I don't that heart tattoo could have been the cause of this whole spree. I don't think this movie's that deep. I'm making it that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I. What well, And they never mentioned her. They never said this girl's missing. They never found a body. Like it. It it would that was weird. Mm-hmm. I maybe, maybe it was just checking how sharp his pickaxe was like is this sharp enough to stab into the heart and he's like yeah i'm good (laughs) hey that woman went down into the mine and her uterus went straight to her brain and she had to fuck that's right Mm. that's why women aren't allowed down there the pressure too horny (laughs) no mining would ever get done I could go all, all kinds of ways from that comment. I love it. I love it. I do like the idea of the villain being completely covered with a goggles and a face mask. Mm-hmm. I thought that um, seeing him, it was very eerie, you know, and the breathing, like a little Darth Vader-y. The movie, like, seeing those two people dressed up all in the mind gear and just walking down, the movie starts off, like, pretty fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it slows down, but it starts off with a bang. Mm-hmm. An almost bang. Yeah. <laughs> they don't go all the way. Yeah. I think the the face mask and the tubing makes it very sinister, though. Like, the tube. Oh, by the way, that woman, like, Kind of like stroking his tubing was very weird. Given the tubing a hand job? I did yes. not care for that. No. Nope. But she was really into it. She likes a big tube. <laughs> <laughs> that actually does complete my villain talk. Um, yes, let's, let's move on. It's an original villain though, which we kind of touched on, but I just want to say, I think it's an original concept for a villain, like the look at the mining gear, the helmet, Mm. like that's what I mean. Like I've never seen in another horror movie where the villain is like that. And it's cool. Like it's a cool visual Mm -hmm. and the pickaxe. Do you think he could have survived in the movie Descent? 50-50. Okay. 
Man, we should do that next. No, it was made before 2015. I know. I could pick it and you would hate me. I don't think you could watch it. I think you would get too scared. So. Hero. I mean, we know who the hero is. TJ. It's TJ. And his chest hair. But should he be the hero? He's kind of a dick. He is not a good guy. He's kind of a fuckboy. He has some kind of chip on his shoulder. And I don't know why. Maybe if we knew why he went to L.A., we could figure this out. Wouldn't it be funny if he, like, went to L.A. to try to become, like, a musician or something? He knew how to play the harmonica. That harmonica duet was so strange. In the junkyard. That whole scene was strange. They're in a junkyard cooking meat on an engine. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> because no one has a charcoal grill anywhere. I said, this town is so sad that grown men are drinking in a junkyard duetting harmonicas. <laughs> it was wild. And it's not like I, the cooking... I couldn't get over the cooking meat on the engine. Then he brought some over like, here you go. I don't want any of your engine meat. And he's like, is it roast beef? I don't want that. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it's one thing if they were maybe doing like popcorn. Something that didn't have to touch the engine, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and whose car are they cooking it on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one of the cars also looked to be like a Volkswagen Beetle that was made into a pickup truck, which I had a lot of questions about. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, I think so. I don't know. I can't say anything for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So TJ, the hero. <laughs> I guess he's just really good under pressure, maybe. Yeah. Because otherwise, he just seems to like cause conflict. Or is he just motivated by like saving? Like, oh, I need to rise up and be the hero. Like, oh, Sarah. Or is it just like, oh, Sarah's down there? That was going to be my question. Would he have said fuck everybody else? But since Sarah's down there, he's going for it. Sarah was very pretty. Sarah was very pretty. Great hair, great face. <laughs> yes. But I think TJ was a dick about getting her back. You left. She moved on. And then he, like, forced her back. Yeah. He's basically like, you know you want me. And she's like, I've moved on. He's like, "Mm -mm. you know you want me. (laughs) You think you've moved on. You haven't, though. Let me show you why. (laughs) My chest hair. Let me unzip a little bit more. (laughs) Do you think that's why the handkerchief was there? So, like, he was drawing the eye down. <laughs> it's an excellent call. Yeah, I, I didn't care for TJ. I didn't care. Like I said, I don't care for anyone in this movie, but mustache man and hat. Mm-hmm. I think they were all idiots or. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. Just idiots. 
Before he was a murderer, Axel wasn't terrible. He was kind of a dick, though, too. Was it just because he was threatened by TJ's presence around Sarah? I don't know. I don't think we had an opportunity to see. Mm-hmm. He wasn't great, though. If you were Sarah and Axel wasn't a murderer, who would you have chosen? Axel or TJ? Neither. I would have moved away from that stupid small town. You can't. You have to stay there for the rest of your life or else your family dies. (laughs) The way things work. Uh, TJ, I don't do blondes. I was going to say that's so funny (laughs) yep it's tj i also think axel was too tall no there's no such thing i mean there is but like not really Mm, okay we were watching Saltburn, and james was like oh my gosh jacob alordi is so tall and i'm like yeah but not really and he's like look how tall he is. And I'm like, it's because everybody else is little. He's only 6'5". James was like, 6'5 is tall. And I was like, oh, we, we grow up with 6'5", so I don't think it's that tall. Yeah, 6'4 and 6'5 is our norm. Yeah. So, Like, if you're telling me, like, 6'6 six, six or 6'7, six, I'm like, oh. But 6'5, yeah. old hat. Mm-hmm. Okay. The TJ, yeah. And it's so weird that he's the hero because he really doesn't fight that well. No, I you say I kind of disagree. I thought he did a really good job with the shovel. Like, I think he was good defensively. But he always lost his weapon and Sarah had to save his ass. Didn't that happen like twice? Or just once, maybe? No, it was definitely more than once. It was two or three times. Because I remember it happened in the room where Axel got trapped. It also happened on the mine cart. Right. And then he jumped off the cart to get the shovel. Yes. Okay. And then Sarah jumped off. Like, Sarah, just keep going. Yeah. Get get rid of both of them and start over. <laughs> Move. Get out of that town. Yes. <laughs> Let them battle it out. They can have it. Cut your losses. Maybe There's fake your death. better for you. Yes. <laughs> Millie agrees. Yep. S- something better. Women supporting women. Yes. <laughs> They're both bad choices. I didn't like any of the men in that town. Except for Hollis. Yeah. Mustache guy. They would seem to be caught in this juvenile frame of mind. So stupid. Yeah. I mean, even not the Valentine's Day thing, like, like set that aside. In one of the opening scenes, they're, like, getting cleaned up from work and they're having towel fights. Like, you were 25 years old and, like... I had a full-time job. Like, why are you snapping towels at each other instead of getting the fuck out of work? They were also, this really upset me. They were making up a song about Harriet, the bartender, being a virgin. Um. Oh, I don't, I didn't remember that. 
a valentine virgin named harriet they were talking about her being yeah it was weird and it was very yeah it was upsetting i didn't like it was mustache man a part of that (sighs) he was he was i know he had one strike against him with like the knife hand game that was bad that is also very immature yeah and and now that that's two strikes like that's lose a finger go to the emergency room bad i mean axel got himself really bad if it had been worse though this whole thing could have been avoided (laughs) you can't hold a pickaxe minus a finger i don't think you have to have healing time yeah could have been postponed until next year (laughs) um i want to add something on here Okay. backtrack mm-hmm. to villain another villain the sheriff oh. he said let them continue with their valentine's day party at first he was going the jaws route let's not tell anybody mabel died of a heart attack i think that is villain behavior The public needs to know. If these kids knew a murderer was on the loose, they never would have had that party. So I I think the sheriff was an accomplice villain. Do you think that the kids would have never had a party if they knew it was a villain? I think if they had known two people had died because, like, the way Harry Warden, I think that, yeah, they would have. Just curious. You do you disagree? I don't know. I could see it both ways. Mm-hmm. Because they were freaked out when they heard Harry Warden's name. Okay. Because the bar guy, the drunk, who we like, Hap. Yeah, I don't know his name, but apparently it's Hap. <laughs> he warned them. Mm-hmm. And they still just did it. But they didn't have any evidence. They thought it was just some old drunk guy talking. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Do you want to make another drink or? I would love to make another drink. Okay. I'll see you back here. All right. Okay. We going into foolish decisions. Oh yeah, there's a lot. There are. Why don't you get us started? I think you kind of got us there with like not having the Valentine's Day dance. Yeah. I think that was the first really big one. How the sheriff was lying about what happened. Mm-hmm. Um which kind of related question is he the police department? Is he like it? No, there was that one guy that he want, didn't want to see the heart. He was like, go away, Terry. Get me a coffee. I don't know if his name was Terry, but. Wasn't that the mayor? No, there was like a younger man. Gotcha. So the two-man police department. <laughs> gotcha. It's a small town. Good. They don't need much else. I guess. I until you have a mass murderer on the loose. <laughs> and then you know what you do? You just get all able-bodied men. Yeah. <laughs> Probably another foolish decision, by the way. 
um, just towards the end, I know I'm going out of order, his words, round up every available man. And what's their weapon of choice, Allison? Guns? Shovels. Oh, shovels. I didn't see. I was like, I don't know. I think they were all carrying a shovel or a pickaxe. I'll, I'll allow that. But yeah. That was like the men in Black Christmas carrying around <laughs> guns from house to house. Apparently, all we knew in the 70s and 80s was vigilantism. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Uh, let's not bring that back. No, no. That's the last thing we need nowadays. All right, so your your foolish decision was able-bodied men. Able-bodied men. Uh, they had like 20. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. I think my next foolish decision was going on with the party, but I guess like you said, they didn't know. But then you're going to go a step further and have it at the mine in the rec room? <laughs> what I didn't catch the rec room part of it at first so I thought they were just partying in the mine (laughs) they were like oh yeah we have the rec room and we have a kitchen and that's the perfect place okay it's not though (laughs) no um I'm gonna backtrack for that I think Another foolish decision before that was when the police officer picked up the box with the bloody heart, no gloves. Yes. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? You clearly know there's a heart in there. No gloves. Like holding on hope, paint, paint, crossing (laughs) my fingers, paint. It's going to be fate. It's going to (laughs) be, oh, it's blood. It's a heart. Mm. (laughs) Shocking. Especially when there were like, 16 wild dogs trying to eat the heart. (laughs) One of them wasn't backing off. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. There was three dogs, not 16. And one of them (laughs) wouldn't go away. He, the police officer, like, genuinely kicked at the dog. And the dog was going through his leg. (laughs) Like, oh, boy. That's crazy. That's very good observation. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Where were the animal handlers? Maybe they just had wild dogs in this town. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, my next foolish decision was <laughs> Hap admiring his work too long. <laughs> what was it? Oh, before, right before he got killed. Yes. He's <laughs> so mesmerized by his rigging of the dummy to scare the kids having the party that he opens and closes that door, I think, five times to, like, have a good laugh. And if he just would have gotten out of there after he rigged it, he would have been fine. He was genuinely delighted every time he saw it. <sighs> Belly laughs. It. Yeah. Yes. Like... It's a nice bit of ingenuity. Like, I don't know how you rigged it so the pickaxe comes up. Truly, I don't. That's not my forte. But come on. Let's get a move on. Yeah, it's late. Go home. Yes. 
Um, I go forward to the party. So if you have anything between then. Let me make sure. No. So telling the girl you're making out with who's in the mine with you, you guys are making out like in the mine or like the entrance to the mine, like somewhere by the mine. She says, I'm going to go with you to get those beers. And you say, no, stay here by yourself in the dark in a place you're not familiar with. How fucking dumb are you? That was so dumb. And she listened. So dumb. That was my foolish decision was her not leaving the creepy ass room. Maybe she was in too close of proximity with the mind and her uterus was starting to blow. It was her time. (laughs) The horniness. She couldn't get past it. You saw how satisfied she looked while she was laying there. She was very happy. Yes. He he was weird. He was strange. Yeah. Also, to compound on her not leaving, she gets trapped by the clothes. They're clothes. You can push them aside and go to the exit. Like, you don't have to, like, turn around. Like, you're not getting closed in by walls. That whole scene was just unbelievable because you had to pick one rope for one article, like one jumpsuit to fall, which I don't even understand why that was a thing, Mm -hmm. but whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's making you think Axel's just running up and down, like gripping every wire because they're all falling. I just didn't, that scene didn't hit for me. I actually was going to say like it was a cool bit of filming, but I just didn't find it believable. Yeah, no, not at all. But it's cool um, another foolish decision. Boiling hot dogs. Who boils fucking hot dogs? I'm so glad that you said that because I love hot dogs, but instantly I was grossed out because they were boiling them. Ugh. Microwaving? I'm down with. And I get it's early 80s. They might not have a microwave, but I'll microwave a hot dog. Oh, yeah. Boil? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. I it, Yeah, I did not care for that either. And now you have to think, if you're boiling a hot dog, has a head been boiled in this? And then I'm boiling a hot dog in the boiled head water. Do you think it added, like, another flavor to the hot dog? Oh, gross. It's so gross. <laughs> Did you think about that, too, when you saw them, like, looking at the hot dogs? Yeah. Like, a head was just boiled in Yeah, there. I did. Oh. But, like, my first thought was, like... Oh, they're boiling hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> then you see the head going and they're waiting for the hot dogs to boil. And you're like, this is what you get for boiling hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Head water. Head water. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I wonder if there's like flakes of skin like floating around too. Because oh, like his skin that, was all peely in the fridge. That was gross. I liked it. I mean, do I want to see it gross. in person? No. But did I like it in a movie? Yes. I think that's the guy. Like, I was reading the facts. And one, I think it said, like, the the special effects on the guy's head. The director supposedly, like, threw up immediately when seeing it. And then no one would sit by him and eat when he was wearing (laughs) 
head. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, my next foolish decision is, hey, let's ride down to the mine. Hey, but it gets better. No, we're not going to put on gear. The only gear we need is beer. What the hell? And like pa- it's- And Patty's like, it's going to cheer Sarah up. No. It's not. Why would going underground in a dirty, stinky mine cheer Sarah up? And like, at first I was like, oh, maybe the, the, the cart, the train tracks would be fun. It moves slower than a walking pace. Yeah, it's not like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Or like Gringotts. No, no, it is. It did seem to speed up during like the fight scene, though. Uphill it, it speeds up. What's that? Uphill it speeds up. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, and they were had all been drinking. No one stayed behind to make sure everyone made it out. So weird. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you're not teenagers. I think you have fully developed brains. This is a bad idea. Yeah. And then once they get down there, a couple splits off to go have sex inside the mine. Because of the woman. location. Because no one knows. The woman's uterus. The pressure. That must be it. Made her go crazy. Yeah. She's like, I need dick a dick in me right now <laughs> this mine is making me so hot is that lie on the walls oh yeah <laughs> to prevent explosions gets me so hot is that really a thing i don't know that's what they said <laughs> I didn't... they said it and i was like huh that's weird <laughs> Is that real? But I didn't look any further than that. Smart. (laughs) (laughs) And then, I mean, even then, she's so caught up in the hotness of this mine. When he goes, we need like 10 minutes. She's like, oh, baby. I'm like, 10 minutes? What? Are you saying that it's too long or too short? I'm saying it's too short. (laughs) You're in a mine. No foreplay. I just think it would take. I think it would take longer. Also, how cold is it down there? I'm not taking my clothes off. It's so cold. That's a good question. I'm not sure. They even got down there and they're like, "Ooh, it's cold. I need these blankets." That's true. And they didn't take any blankets with them. They did in the cart so they wouldn't get dirty. And no, then, the the cup, the sex couple. Oh yeah, the sex couple did nothing. Her uterus radiates heat <laughs> in the mine. Oh God! What's your next unbelievability? Or did we do it? I didn't have dinner yet, and I think I'm a little drunk. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, these drinks are heavy. And whereas I didn't care for this drink so much when we started, it doesn't matter now. It's I great. I love this drink. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just I was neutral. But no, I, I'm kind of enjoying it. I really enjoy the honey rim. Oh, my, okay. my blood honey. 
Yeah. It's good. I wouldn't think that the honey would go with the elderflower or the blood orange. Uh. No, it does. Because don't you remember there was that... Because I really liked this drink. It was one of the ones we did for... I think it was like Kissing Booth or something. It had a honey liqueur. And I remember it accented elderflower in such a way. Okay. I don't remember. Are you sure it's not just giving you like a sugar rush and you're like, yeah, this tastes good? Maybe it's that it that, that it's a snack. Your glucose is low and this is giving you... Necessary sugar? I don't know. See, you act like that. You don't need 10 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you talking about? I'm, I'm talking about how you're looking the honey up that glass. I forgot I you could see me. It's very sexual. I can't see you. You enjoy your honey liqueur. No judgment. No judgment. Thanks. Uh, what's your next village decision? I think I just went. Didn't you need to go? I don't know. Because I did no I did the train. Um or was yours that they went they left everybody. They left everybody. Okay. I guess it is my turn. But you can go. I can't remember. Um, I thought it was surprising that Axel and TJ took the time to get dressed in their uniforms before going into the mine. Like people are fucking dying. And you're going to stop and put these overalls on. You want to get a helmet with a flashlight? I get it. But you're just protecting your clothes. And TJ, not even really so much because you're leaving it unzipped. (laughs) He's protecting his chest hair. But he's not. It's wide open. (laughs) He's like, Sarah, come to me. Let your uterus take over. (laughs) I need to be dressed for the mines, but still sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I might be done oh no I'm not done I have my last one so (laughs) remember when Axel for some reason falls in the water I guess that's like his excuse to like get lost or whatever remember when TJ's like it's too late for him and I'm like but it's not because you can easily access that water. And why did he sink? Like, it's not like you're going to die if you go in this water. It's not like going to drag you down. Like, you could just jump in, check it out, and then come back up. You can still see the headlight on his helmet. <laughs> like, he was right there. He's right there. TJ's like, there's no hope for him. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? This water is 60 feet deep. We can't do it. It's not like he had to go the 60 feet. He had to go 12. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And did you notice there was a danger sign next to it? It said 60 feet deep. (laughs) 60 feet deep. He's trying to dive to the bottom. (laughs) I don't know. I just, it's too late for him. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> what? Sarah obviously wanted to argue. She's like, but 
It's right there. Maybe he's too embarrassed to admit he can't swim. Maybe. He's too macho. He did not learn how to swim in LA. <laughs> no, he not didn't. the reason why he went. He didn't go for surfing. Wouldn't that be great if he's like, I got to go pursue my, my life stream of surfing. <laughs> like, but you live in, no, surfing. I love it. <laughs> Have you ever surfed? <laughs> Surf USA. I love the Beach Boys. Do you? I was saying that's what TJ would say. Oh, okay. That's why he tried to get into it. Yeah. The Beach Boys? Beach Boys. That's it. Mm. I'm creating a backstory. Maybe the Beach Boys all wore bandanas around their necks. You know what? I think they might have at some point. Oh, my God. I'm Googling it right now. Boys. Bandana. I'm going Beach Boys scarf. Necks. (laughs) I went Beach Boy bandana necks. I'm not getting anything. It's not loading. So I don't know. A lot of them in matching striped search shirts. Okay. But no bandanas. Okay. So. Okay. Anyway. That solves that. Yep. Are we ready to move on? Or do you have any more foolish decisions? No, I don't. I mean, Axel's a psycho. So him having his arm off and then like backing into the mine, it would be foolish if you weren't a psycho. But if you're a psycho, it makes sense. He probably couldn't feel it. Mm, Maybe. Like he might just be like so hopped up on like adrenaline or something that he just can't feel it. I was trying to figure out like how long he could survive without his arm. Because there, there's definitely blood flow. I mean, he has to tourniquet it. But if he only had a tourniquet and did not seek medical attention, could he survive indefinitely? I have no idea. If he staved off infec- infection, probably. Medical people. Email us. How long could you survive without your arm? Because I do think, like, if he was able to cauterize it or something, he'd be fine. If he could cauterize it, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. If there's, like, an open open wound, it's going to get infected. Like, if he doesn't cauterize it, he's uh-huh. going to die. Right. That's what I think, too. Because I feel like they were trying to leave it open for a sequel. Right. But I just didn't think that was believable. So... Going compounding on that, because we went there with like, could he survive that long without his arm? There were certain deaths where I'm like, I don't know if they would die that fast. Like the couple that got drilled through their stomachs, like, wouldn't they just be like bleeding out and suffering still? Like, I don't think they would have died instantly. Maybe the one on top, like he penetrated the heart or something, but like the bottom one, it was for sure stomach. I don't even think the top one. Like, that was clearly through. Okay. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I didn't know. And then same with Patty. He just got her in the stomach and, like, that's it. And I'm like. Patty, Patty, I completely agree. I don't think she should have died. That wouldn't have killed her. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But segueing fantastically into our next mm-hmm. category, do they deserve to survive? Did Patty deserve to survive? Because she was... I understand that she was going through a traumatic experience and she just lost Hollis, but she was like, Sarah slapped the shit out of her. And I was like, good. Like I, I wrote down love the slap. She deserved it. So did she deserve to die or did she just deserve to be slapped? I don't, she was creating some problems on that ladder. I was pretty pissed off about the whole ladder thing. Well, I think, was Axel the one who was like, we got to go up this ladder? Yeah. So and was- I get it probably saved them to some extent because if they had stayed on the ladder, he would have just gotten them at the top. But in the moment, like, you're climbing that sl- like, you're It's your life. you got to fight for your life now. You make your way up the ladder, ditch the shoes, and climb the fuck up. Like, I was pissed at how she was acting. The fact that she wouldn't leave his body was tough for me to get past. But again, yeah. you don't know what you're going to do in that situation. But he's like for sure dead. Oh, yeah. I I didn't think he would have made it back to them. I liked that, though. I was like, oh, man, he's like still walking with these nails in his head. That's kind of wild. I mean, he's a tough guy, but I didn't think it was believable. I think if you get a nail to the brain, you're done. There's this story, and I can't remember specific facts, but I do know that it's true. <laughs> please, So listeners, please. Bear- About the rail thing through the brain? No. Well, yes, There's that's also true. But then there was a guy that was bludgeoned to death or like somebody tried to hit him in the axe whoa hit him in the head with an axe while he slept and he like woke up and like went about his morning routine and like died during it oh yeah that's terrible but like he was able to like wake up not realize he was like bludgeoned and like make his coffee and get his newspaper i guess it just depends on what part of the brain you're hidden yeah i'm not a neurologist nor neurologist what i care to be email us they won't they're too cocky. I know. Oh, hey, not all neurologists, just some of them. Yep. <laughs> um, so at Patty deserved to die. I think of all of them, she's probably the only one we could make an argument for. Deserving to die? Yeah. Oh, I disagree. Um, Howard. The people who died. Howard deserved to die. Which one was Howard? The prankster who was so fucking annoying. He was super annoying. And his shirts were really short. (laughs) They were. And like, not in a good way. Like, he doesn't have the goods to back that up. Like, if you stretch, lift your arms above your head, like, I don't want to see that. It was like, he was like a toddler and his clothes were too small. He was so dumb. And he left the women to fend for themselves. Okay, I'll give you Howard. Howard That was sucks. bad. That I, was bad. I felt His like he also just... Was... I don't know what happened. 
What do you mean? Did he kill himself or did he get thrown? He, okay. So Axel went to hang him and the drop was so long, the rope snapped his head off. I saw that, but like I even rewound it a few times to see like, wait, why is he plummeting to the floor? Did he hang himself or like did Axel make his way up? Axel had made his way up and threw him off. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. His pranks were dumb enough that he deserved to die based on his pranks. I'm saying based on the fact that he left who he was in charge of, he deserved to die. I just, he sucks. He sucked the whole entire time. I hope he died a virgin. <laughs> I was like, should I say it? I don't give a fuck. I'm saying it. <laughs> I don't think so, though. There's not a lot of guys in that mo- in that town to go around. Yeah. Yeah. It's it is unfortunate, but it's there. Slim pickings. And let me tell you mm. that the women were very much better looking than the men. Oh, the men were out of their league completely. The men were like, ugh. Like, can we at least travel a couple what? towns over? The one who died while her boyfriend was getting the beer. What did you think the first time we met them and he picked her up by her head? What? He picked her up by Remember? her head? Yes, when they're decorating for the dance, the miners like raced at over there after work. She like jumped up to give him a hug and he held her up by her head and like gave her a kiss and sat her back down by her head. I don't remember that. It happened. (laughs) He has large hands, number one. Number two, you don't do that. He's so skinny. He looked like a skinny ginger, like super ginger Michael Fassbender. He really leaned into the grieving boyfriend role. Like there was snot going down his face. Like he he was there. Yeah. I do think he really acted his pants off. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. All right. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Let's move on to the one that we've been waiting for. Jump scare, scariest moments. Let's talk about the gore. I gotta say, I don't think there was that many jump scares. I thought that there was only maybe one. I'll agree, but let's see if we think it's the same one. You tell me yours. I think it's the fridge when they open it up and there's the boiled head. Mine's not even like a scary thing. It was whenever I disagree with you. So it was whenever Howard jumped out at Hollis in the mine shaft. Gotcha. That was whenever I was like, Ugh. was that when you were like, good, I'm glad this guy's dying. <laughs> no, it was so much before that. <laughs> um, this, the effects were very good. In this movie. So that's interesting. I thought it was a little cheesy. I think the blood shots were cheesy. Okay. But I think anytime you saw body parts or like mutilated bodies, I thought those were well done. I thought Mabel looked really good. Yes. How? 
don't ask me about how it happened or why or what the happens when you put a body in the dryer. Because <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I won't. Okay. But if you would happen to know, you can email us. <laughs> Angelosterobcom at gmail.com. My question is, what do you think Axel was doing as he was repeatedly putting her in the dryer and pumping in quarters? Like, was he reading a magazine? Was he sharpening his pickaxe? Like, what's he doing? How's he spending that time? Is he making up the rhymes for his little Valentine Day cars? Maybe he's doing his own laundry. He was doing his laundry. Maybe he was doing his laundry. He had to redo a load because he accidentally put a clean one in with Mabel. He was like, fuck. I'm going to do this again. It's got blood all over it. That's my most memorable moment from this movie is the detective going in. He's like smelling something. And he walks past this obvious dryer with blood all over it. Walks past it. Doesn't fucking see it, right? <laughs> Which is wild. And then he's like smelling things. He's smelling himself. He opens the dryer next to it without seeing the blood. And then he opens, or no, he doesn't even open it. Mabel springs it open. <laughs> he doesn't open it. It comes open. It was like the girl's body in the freezer in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but. It looked so good, and I am disgusting, and I paused it to look at the effect and see her body closer, <laughs> and that it looked great. Disgusting. I know. What's wrong with me? Why am I like this? You know what? He may not have noticed any of that stuff happening, but he did notice the upside-down heart that was hanging. Oh, come on. That caught his attention. That's so stupid. I was like the little you, things that make a great detective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But I thought the effects for Mabel were really good. And I thought the effects for the decapitated head were very good. Like it looked mm-hmm. like a head. It didn't look like a straight up movie prop. Yeah, for sure. So I liked the hot dog head. I liked Mabel. But nice Halloween costume, hot dog head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh I got a whole, I got a while to think about what my Halloween costume is going to be. I have some ideas. Um but like there's no like squibs, you know? Like there's no like putting the pickaxe into somebody and the blood spurting. Yeah. You, you know. Do you want that? I like it. I'm not, I, it's a serious question. I, I sometimes like it. Okay. Because I think that it could happen. Does it need to be realistic or can it be like cheesy? It depends on the movie. Okay. I think with this movie, I think with this movie, it doesn't have to be realistic, but some of the props were really well done. I don't know. The blood was not though. But the blood was not. It was very like ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was very red dye and honey. <laughs> yes. Like Hollis's forehead, I'm like, huh, all right, that's yeah. wh- whatever. But I did like the I liked him 
walking with the nails in his head and then collapsing. Like, I thought that was kind of like a cool thing. For how not well known these actors were, I thought they did a very good job acting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The only person who was like completely over the top, I think, was Patty. Yes. Yeah. She was trying to be like the wild best friend, but it just didn't quite make it. Yeah. I also, there's a, what am I looking for? Like an unrated version where you see what happens on the shower. I've never seen it, but I really wanted to know what does she look like attached to the shower? The dumb, dumb purple sweater girl. Do you remember like the ginger Michael Fassbender guy was like looking at her like, oh, my God. Yes. yes. And like her mouth seemed to be the spout. Yes. Like I was trying to figure that out as well. I'm like, I need to know what she looks like. Okay. I love that. The the ginger Michael Fassbender guy. <laughs> That's the perfect description. <laughs> So I think that that probably would have been like the most interesting death if we saw it happen. But Mm -hmm. I still think that Mabel to me is like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. He put her in the dryer. Mm -hmm. And come on, Mabel, you fell. There was absolutely nothing for you to fall over. (sighs) Yeah, but I admired that she was like opening the doors and trying to throw him, throw them at him. Yeah, she did her damnedest until she fell. Yeah. Typical 80s. Like, that's the one thing about those movies that I don't appreciate. How many times people fall. Also, this one, too. Everybody who was a little bit promiscuous got killed. And that is a huge 80s trope, too. Well, I don't know if it started. Did it start with Halloween? I don't know. Because I feel like Halloween is 77, or excuse me, 78, is the promiscuous woman getting killed trope, is that started by Halloween and it just continued forever? We'd have to research that. Okay. I'm not sure. Because. Maybe we need to go back. That might go back to like Peeping Tom. Because okay. just like the name Peeping Tom. Okay. Because Psycho, she's not. Pr- pr- mm. Norman doesn't know that she's promiscuous. He just watches her take a shower. Right. So I don't think the audience knows either. Well, I we know that she's having an affair. Oh, damn. Yeah, like, I watched it kind of recently, and I think she's having an affair with a married man. So maybe it starts there. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But... Anyway, regardless, this continues. Like, the very beginning is a promiscuous woman getting murdered. And then it continues. Mm-hmm. Like, any woman that goes off on her own and has sex is getting murdered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ladies need love. Especially if they're in a mine. <laughs> the youths go out of control. Yes, absolutely. I like the whole urban legend aspect of it. I think that's very cool. I think it adds to the scare. Mm-hmm. 
but I liked all the kills. Like I thought that was the most entertaining part of this movie is like, I want like how he's going to ambush them and kill them or pickaxe them or whatever. Like I thought that was fun. I also thought the red herring was fun. I, I did like that. They thought it was Harry Warden and they built up his backstory. So you're certain about it. And then it turns out that it's not him. I thought that was well done as well. Mm-hmm. Um, How much therapy do you think these characters are going to need? TJ and Sarah. Like, a, like really like a lot, but TJ's never getting therapy because he's a man in a small town. 100% agree. He's going back to work on Monday like it is what it is. And I think him and Sarah are stuck together forever because of the trauma and they have a very unhappy marriage. I think even without the trauma, they would have been together forever and I still think it would have been unhappy. (laughs) Like, I think that's just what it is. How it is, yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yes. Sarah deserves more. So, I don't know about TJ. Agreed. He had his chance at a surfing career and it just didn't work <laughs> out for him. <laughs> Could you have survived this? Yeah, I wouldn't have been at that dance. So I thought about it. And I probably would have gone down. <laughs> Oh my god, it's not even just the dance. You would have gone to the mine? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) So you would have gone to the dance? Yeah. Oh, Allison. If I would have known about the murders, then no. But if it's like all my friends going and it sounds so fun, I'm going to go. Oh, see, that's the thing. I wouldn't have been friends with them. (laughs) I wouldn't have had friends. So that's why I wouldn't have gone. I would have been at home reading. I would have gone. And then whenever somebody was like, let's go down to the mines, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's probably so dark and creepy and scary. I want to go. Now, the follow up question is, would your uterus have gone crazy and you would have gone off for 10 minutes? That's what I don't know. I've never been uh, down in a mine. <laughs> miners. Email us. <laughs> Toasteromcoms at gmail.com. We need to know what happens to uteruses down in mines. So this is my big thing. And this is where I would have died, I think. So, all right. Like, I'm not going to go down without a fight. Sure. I'm not going to stay at my... You're not going to be Patty. I'm not going to be Patty. However... That ladder, I might die because I'm so afraid of heights. That ladder went on for forever. I well, yeah. Feel it like, would have had to have been a couple stories. I I feel like it was way more than a couple stories. A couple stories, I probably would have been fine. But more than that, I would have probably looked down, got dizzy, and fell to my death. Oh, my gosh. I hate heights. Hate them. Huh. Could you have survived the ladder? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Not even a question. No. Don't you remember? Maybe you don't remember. This was a really long time ago. I went rock climbing. I was harnessed and I made it to the top. And I think it was two stories. I couldn't let go. I had to fucking climb back down. I was harnessed. I could have just kicked off. (laughs) Couldn't do it. I had to climb back down. I was too scared. Hmm. Really don't like it. 
What about when you go hiking? Oh yeah, I don't like that either. Portugal oh. with those castles. I had yeah. I had to hang on to James. Oh, see, I'll sit at the edge edge nope. and let my legs dangle. No. No. There were walls that went up to my calf and I was like, mm You go. I'll be here. See, but we all have our things, because that's me with the ocean. You want me to go and pass my ankles? Fuck you. Really? There could be a shark in there. Oh, yeah. I'm terrified. Hilton had water. I agree. Because that is really murky. You can't see shit. You don't know. Yeah. Hawaii. I'll go. Do whatever. I think Hawaii water. Poor, um. There was Jamaica. There's Cayman Islands. Those are pretty clear. Some parts of Florida are pretty clear. Miami was clear. I had no problem going in the water in Miami. We have really bad seaweed luck. Miami was seaweed <laughs> when we went. <laughs> okay. So just anywhere we go, assume there's going to be seaweed. Yeah. If the water is clearer, fine. But if it's not, I'm not, I'm not going in. Yeah. Which is why I liked the hotel at Hawaii so much because their pool is huge. Mm. And I love a big pool. I love a big pool too. I think I'm pretty much done. I don't know if you have any final thoughts. I have maybe one final thought. So I have some facts. They This was shot in a mining town in Nova Scotia. So they went up there that we're going to film here because they liked the rustic look of the town and the mine. The accents well, the t- were the accents were throwing me off. So the town got wind of it, spent fifty thousand dollars to clean up everything. Then the filming crew got there and got went, fuck, we wanted this because it was dirty, and then spent seventy five thousand dollars to put it back the way it was. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Um the scene in the beginning with the shower, they are actually naked. They're just not shot. Yeah, they were naked. Yep. That water pressure was so sad. And it was cold. (gasps) Even though they made it look hot, it was cold and there were fans blowing on them. Poor guys. Mm. So they were not happy. Now, um, I'm going to read directly from IMDb. As the director has stated many times, roughly nine minutes of the footage had been cut from My Bloody Valentine to secure an R rating instead of an X rating. In result, most, if not all, gory scenes had been cut because of the backlash against Friday the 13th and John Lennon's murder. Ooh. In 2009, a special edition of the film was released with most of the gory footage put back in. The only footage missing is the on-screen impalement of Michael and Harriet, which is the auger. And when John discovers Sylvia's corpse, there was originally supposed to be a shot of the water coming through Sylvia turning blood red, Mm. which was said to have deteriorated over the years, even though a still of the Sylvia scene can be seen online with a very fake looking dummy. Mm. Despite six minutes of footage remains missing. The director said those six minutes were expository footage, like character development, not gory scenes. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then the last one, originally the death of Mike and Harriet was supposed to be shown on screen. It showed the minor drilling an auger into the couple as they made love. They were the MPAA rejected the scene outright and was completely cut from the film. That's kind of stolen directly from Friday the 13th. 
the auger thing. Well, yeah, except Friday the 13th, I think it's a spear. But it was shown in Friday the 13th or no? It wasn't shown. You see the reactions of the people as it happens. It w- and that came first. Correct. This movie. Correct. Okay. Pretty sure Friday the 13th was 80. Like the part two is when it happened and it was 80. Okay. Um, those were all the facts I had. Okay. The only final thought that I have is, um, sorry, I want to look up the, when, oh yeah. Oh no, Friday the 13th part two was 81. So who knows? They might've been done at the same time. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Big coincidence. My only final thought is the first time that that police chief gets a heart in a box and he goes, this can't be happening again. It's like that's his reaction. I wrote down how often are these murders (laughs) happening? Like if that's what he says. He's like, not again. So the only thing that made sense to me was that because it, I think it's clear these don't happen every year was that he was also the police chief 20 years ago. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Yeah. I did not like the police chief. I did not like the mayor. Same. Okay. Good. Yeah. That's the only, um, that's the only thought that I have though. I don't have any either. Cool. Yeah. We talked about everything. Um, I do think this movie deserves its iconic cult classic um, assignment. I do too. I enjoyed it more than Black Christmas for sure. 100%. Um, and I, I get like, we talked a lot about during that podcast, why that movie is famous, but I thought this movie in general is more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. I think there could have been done or there could have been things done that made it scarier though. Like there could have been more lurking in the shadows, more mm. jump scares, things like that. But mm. I, 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 I like it. I think it deserves its place. I think it's super unique. Yeah. So, um, next movie is one that I was intrigued by a while ago. I can't wait. I don't know if you're going to like this choice, but it's The Gift. Ooh, I've never seen it, so that's exciting. Okay, great. Yeah, The Gift. It is from 2015. Who's in it? I don't know. Um, I just remember seeing the um, ads for it and being like, ooh, I want to know what's in that fucking box. Interesting. I'm excited. I like a movie that I've never seen before. I'm not glad I picked one. It is, oh, it's Jason Bateman. Joel Egerton, Jason Bateman. And other people, I don't know. Jason Bateman's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Busy Phillips. 
It says thriller mystery, though. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Let's let it ride. Let's see what happens. Okay. Because I looked it up and it said horror, but then IMDb says thriller mystery. It's on freebie. Yeah. And it says free on Prime. So. Cool. All right. What are you giving um, this movie out of martini glasses real quick? Three. Oh, I go higher. I go 3.5. Low number one. And I think there's some unanswered questions. And the logic for Axel's killing isn't stellar. I'm giving it the score solely because um, it's slow. Okay. Like there's like, there's a solid 20 minutes where it loses my interest. You know, I can pinpoint where those 20 minutes are. So while I like the murders and stuff, it's just like, I don't need this. Like, I don't need them to go to the lake. Sure. Sure. I don't need to see them cooking meat on an engine. Yes. I don't yeah. need, I don't need a harmonica duet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Does this movie deserve an hour 45 commentary? No, but did child's play? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Cuz Burner was like, you know your podcast is longer than the movie and I'm like, I know. I'm fine with it. I have questions. I, I, we know, and we do it again. <laughs> Hence, this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we know that this is longer than the actual movie, and we did it again. We don't fucking care. Half of it needed to be explored with shirts and chest hair and uteruses in minds. <laughs> yeah. And what more is there in life? Not a lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well fellow horror files i don't know that's a thing i like it okay please check out the instagram at toasty whore t-o-a-s-t-y-h-o-r-r-o-r the fact it can still spell is a miracle website www.toasteromcoms.com email us Toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Don't be confused. We've talked about romcoms and we've talked about horror movies. It's just who we are. The range. A range. That's right. I say drink this drink if you can find some blood orange juice or the sand. Or if you just want to get drunk. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Fine. I really enjoyed this drink. If I'm I was with it. I w- great. If I wasn't working tomorrow, I'd have another. Stupid work. <sighs> rate review so we can quit at our jobs I want to work <laughs> um yes please click those stars on whatever listening device platform you use give us the positive rating they have there whether it's a star a thumbs up whatever it is just let us know that you're enjoying this Email us, DM us, um, write a review, whatever you can to get in contact. We will pay attention to that feedback. By the time this comes out, we'll have had a few listener submitted drinks that we just tried on our own free time. Uh, thank you for that. We love it. 
Absolutely. We like not having to think for ourselves and come up with new things. So the more things we get from you guys, the better. Yes. Give us more. And on that note, watch the gift and gear up because it's time to watch up. Drink. <laughs> and cheers. It was so smooth yeah. until then. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>